When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for a Wednesday episode of Let's Ride. That's correct. If you hit play wherever you listen to podcasts, you have found Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning podcast. It's hump day, everyone, but it's not just hump day. I mean, Wednesday's a great day of the week. Every day's a great day of the week if you have an optimistic uh, outlook on life. But still, it's hump day. It's mailbag time. The Ride or Die crew had a million questions, and I've got a lot to get off my chest because the news has been going crazy, which is a great reminder that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. News has been going off the hook. Off the chain, as the young kids say these days, Uh, but still... It's just been crazy. It has been absolutely insane since Monday when the legal tampering period started on on a 12 o'clock Eastern time. Moves have been made. News has been going nuts. It's in BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We've had you every step of the way. I mean, every single possible story we have had, it's been right on time. I've, I've tried to beat other outlets, especially main outlets like ESPN, and we have done that. I'd say about 99% of the time. So make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. And wherever you get your podcast, let's say you found this on Twitter or maybe on the website, make sure that wherever you get your podcast, that doesn't matter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, you name it, just search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, 
and you do whatever you have to do so that you'll get all of our shows, not just Let's Ride, but also the Stat Geek on Thursday, uh, the Cutting Room Floor, which was moved to Tuesday mornings, the live mic got bumped to noon. No, not a demotion, just the fact that Michael Beck being on the West Coast and timing of things, we just made that switch. So I don't want anyone to think that Blue Check Beck got demoted. That's not the case. Uh, but we'll still... Make sure you get all of our shows, our noon lineup, as well as all of our PM shows, all right there at the click of a button. And if you're on Spotify or you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, by the way, give us a five-star rating. It helps with the algorithms. It really does. It honestly, honest to goodness, does help us. And it does cost you nothing. Don't be lazy. All right. Jeff has a lot of stuff. I'm speaking in third person at this point. That's how delirious I am after all the news. Jeff has a lot to get off his chest. After the last two days, I'm talking about Monday and Tuesday, Steelers Twitter especially, especially Steelers Twitter. The headline of this podcast is, please stop whining about the Steelers free agent activity. I want to start this off right off the bat, right out of the get-go, out of the gate. Everyone, and I mean everyone, or maybe I should say most Steelers fans, every time the free agency rolls around, you kind of get the feeling that most people are like, man, I wish the Steelers had some money. I wish the Steelers could be involved in this somehow. I just wish. I wish, wish, wish. Well, now the Steelers do have money. The Steelers are players in free agency. And, oh, my gosh, all I hear are a bunch of little violins. Uh, the swan song. You want some cheese with that wine? I mean, seriously. People, come on. We're going to break this down player by player. I'm going to talk about contracts. I'm going to give you some numbers. But I'm also going to tell you how everyone was pissing me off. Sorry, kids, if you're listening in the car with your parents. It was making me angry on social media and even to our own Behind the Steel Curtain writers on our Slack channel who turned our Slack channel into Steelers Twitter. Okay, so we're going to start on Monday. On Monday, you know, I had a great podcast on Monday. I was very happy with predicting where the Steelers are going to end up, meaning who stays and who goes. I've been I've been right on a lot of these, just saying. Also interviewed LeVon Kirkland for crying out loud. I just feel like it all got washed away because of the free agent news. But if you haven't checked it out, please go back and check that out. I, I was really proud of that interview. LeVon Kirkland was great, told some great stories. The dude remembered everything back from 1992 on to 2000 when he was in Pittsburgh. So go go check that out. Give it a listen if you missed it. So on Monday, though, 12 o'clock rolls around, and everyone was waiting. Here we go. 12 o'clock, nothing really happened. 12.30, still not so much. All of a sudden, boom, there it is. The Pittsburgh Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to call him Mitch instead of Mitchell. I don't know. I like Mitch. It reminds me of uh, Mitch Buchanan. The, the legendary lifeguard from Baywatch that was played by David Asselhoff. But so I'm going to call him Mitch. Uh, so Mitch Trubisky gets signed to a two-year deal. And literally, the social media response goes into two separate worlds. There's the world that says, all right, like this is something. This is the big fish, possibly the biggest fish in the free agent quarterback pool. It wasn't a great pool to begin with, but it still was a big fish in that pool. And then there's the other portion that says, oh, this is stupid. It's a lateral move. Mediocre Mike Tomlin, all this garbage. You know this. We know the song and dance by now. And then I even wrote an article grading the pick, and that ran on Tuesday morning. I gave it a B. 
I gave it a B. At the time that I wrote it, I didn't even know the financial terms of the contract, but I said I'm not grading the player because he's ever played a snap for the Steelers, so I'm just grading the decision. I'm grading the decision-making process the Steelers showed. I'm also grading just overall what's going on, okay? So that's what I did. Now, the financial terms, it comes out that it's basically two years, $14.2 million. He could get up to 26.2 with incentives. That's if, for instance, if he makes the Pro Bowl, if they make the playoffs, if they win the Super Bowl, becomes all pro. These are all things that he could check to make that 14 million turn into 26. But in 2022, he's only counting 3.3 million against the salary cap. And so I'm looking at this, and that's if I read the article that Dave Schofield wrote, if I read it correctly. Uh, but still, even even if you just take the two years and cut 14 and a half, 7 million, you're thinking that is a great deal. Everyone thought it was going to be north of $10 million per year to get Mitch Trubisky. They got him less than that. Now, your expectations for Trubisky, well, that depends. That depends. But, you know, the more I think about the Trubisky talk, I, I had talked about and I had pumped up Marcus Mariota a lot on this show. I think the more I think about Mariota, the more I just liked his style of play and how I felt it would match up with Matt Canada's offense. The more I learn about Trubisky, we have a great film room coming out uh, from our own KT Smith on Trubisky. That'll be on the website Wednesday, so check it out Wednesday morning. And he really breaks down how he is a good fit for Matt Canada's offense. If you missed the Steelers' vertex that Jeffrey Benedict and Dave Schofield write, go check that out. It shows both the good and the bad. I am really excited for this move. But that's not the point here, folks. I'm excited, but you all were just whining. And not everyone, but the majority of fans were, oh, this guy stinks. But it got worse. I couldn't believe it, but it actually got worse. And when I say it got worse, here's how it got worse. Chuk's a core four. Now, on Monday, I had predicted that a core four, the only way he'd come back is if he goes out, tests the market, no one really is buying, he comes back as like a swing tackle. That was my prediction. Now, he came back, but it's probably not going to be as a swing tackle because you don't pay swing tackles $29.25 million on a three-year deal. He's going to be counting towards the cap about $4 million bucks in 2022. And so a lot of that contract is backloaded, but it's one of those situations where, boy, fans were just, oh, my gosh, Chuke stinks. And my question was, can you tell me how he stinks? Please, like, give me some tangible reason for how Chooks for is a bad offensive tackle. You want to talk about pass blocking? The dude only gave up two sacks last season, people. You want to talk about run blocking? Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear from all those fans that were out there saying, this guy stings. He's average at best. Tell me how. Please, tell me how. Oh, well, Jeff, PFF, get PFF. Throw it out the flipping window. Okay, Dave Schofield uses it because he has to. He's a stat-driven guy. He's got to use it. He has to use that to justify a lot of the things that he's talking about. In this case, I cannot stand it when fans, all they want to do is parrot takes from other people, and all they want to do is regurgitate the same thing over. Well, he stinks. He stinks. He's average. Blah. Okay, stop it. Just stop it. This guy has played a massive amount of games in his NFL career. He's a third-round pick. He's got a ton of experience, and maybe just maybe, Maybe, just maybe, with Mad Canada's system that he wants to run with this type of quarterback and with this offensive line coach, maybe, just maybe, the Steelers know something that you, the armchair GM, the armchair quarterback, the armchair coach, don't know. You ever thought about that? 
You ever thought there's a possibility that the guys that do it for a living, that make millions of dollars doing it, might know something that you don't? It is possible. And so for me, I look at this and think, okay, this is this is them putting a lot of faith in Chooks for. And so if they're putting that much faith in Chooks for, I got to think they know something. But it continues. Mason Cole, drafted by Arizona, traded to Minnesota. They signed a, thir- a three-year deal. $15.75 million, only going to cost about $3 million in 2022. And so then everyone's like, okay, yes, Kendrick Green's gone. Well, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. I mean, Mason Cole's a good addition. Our own Andrew Wilbar, who had a great little snippet. He actually predicted this. Uh, Andrew did a series of articles, one a week, three free agent targets by position. And on the offensive line, Mason Cole was one of those players. So kudos to Andrew for getting that one right. Again, people were just, I don't know if it was like the overflowing of hatred over Chooks Okorafor. I mean, I, I know that our own Brian Anthony Davis cannot stand Chooks Okorafor. But still, maybe it was just kind of like their cup runneth over and it's now spilling into the uh, the Mason Cole cup of hatred and vitriol. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I like the signing. He's a versatile guy. He can play center. He can play guard. And you're going to notice a trend. So the three big moves that were made, if you want to count Robert Spillane, restricted free agent, his right to first refusal tender, and eventually Marcus Allen, same, right to first refusal tender being signed. I'm not counting those. The first three moves made by the Steelers were a quarterback and two offensive linemen. Okay. So we're kind of like, oh, let's wrap our heads around this. Let's finally be able to kind of get our bearings. Let's start analyzing this stuff. And this is when Dave Schofield does the article about the numbers and the salary cap, how it's going to impact the Steelers' salary cap numbers. And when Tuesday rolls around, well, this is when things continue to snap off. I mean, it just starts going crazy. So about middle of the day, the Steelers, I've called this, by the way, Montrevious Adams, he is back. Two-year deal, $5 million total, great deal for him. He's He has the security of an actual two-year contract. He's not just being invited to camp on like a futures or reserve deal. I liked how he played. I thought he has staying power with the organization. I was glad they brought him back. There wasn't a lot of pushback on that move, but everyone hated day one so much that some fans literally after day one said, they're done. This is done. And I had so many of my ride or die crew, thankfully, coming to my aid because I couldn't respond to everyone's tweets at once saying, you all do realize that free agency is not just one day, right? This isn't a spending spree. I think about when it was, ever remember the show Supermarket Sweep? I know that they tried to recreate this with uh, Guy Fieri or whatever his name is on the Food Network. It was not the, the Supermarket Sweep was the you know what. It was awesome. I used to love watching as a kid. I, I kind of feel like some fans are picturing Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert running through the grocery store just trying to, oh, we need a cornerback. I got to go back to the quarterback section. Oh, I mean, we need a corner now. No, I said quarterback. Corner, what? And they're yelling at each other. No, get a receiver. I don't need a receiver. I need an offensive line. Where's the centers? That's what it felt like. I felt like that was the perception that people had. Like it, this is a, this is a whole free agency period, folks. Like There's going to be moves to be made even after – the dust settles on these decisions. And so after Montrevious Adams, James Daniels. Now, this was one that finally, finally, the vast majority of Steeler fans were behind this decision. He's a young, 24-year-old, versatile offensive lineman, three-year deal, $26.5 million, 8.7 in guaranteed money. So James Daniel, 
Now you have Chuksakor for Brack. You have Zach Banner still. Dan Moore Jr., James Daniel, Mason Cole, and obviously Kendrick Green, J.C. Hassenauer, John LeGlue. Now all of a sudden the cupboard of the offensive line is starting to get it's starting to get full. Not full to the point they're never going to add anyone else, but it, they're really starting to add some talent here. James Daniel is what the Steelers are looking for on the offensive line. And fans were like, okay, all right. I kind of I kind of see the vision now. I kind of see what they're seeing. Well, it took you long enough. Maybe, you know, guys like Michael Beck, I, I had to say on Twitter, he said the Steelers aren't getting better. This is on day one. They're not getting better. The Steelers aren't getting better. They're not improving. I said, can someone please in the Vancouver area Keep an eye out on the bridges and ledges for Michael Beck because he's probably on one. Please talk him off it. We need him for the Let's Ride on Friday. We're going to need him for the live mic and uh, the curtain call. So can we keep him safe, please? Thank you. And I swear, this has been a crazy two days because as I sit here and record, I record this on, obviously, I record this the day before. Come on. I mean, so I record this the day before. I'm getting ready to sit down and record. And what happens? Boom. Breaking news. What's going on? Well, the Steelers sign a cornerback, not a quarterback, a cornerback. It's Levi Wallace, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. He signs a two-year, $8 million deal. That's early numbers that have been put out there. Just starting now, the Steelers, you can see what's happening. Look at what they've added. Quarterback, tackle, interior offensive lineman. Interior offensive lineman and James Daniels, Montrevious Adams nose tackle, and now they're starting to attack the defensive side of the ball. So Levi Wallace, two-year, $8 million. I like the deal. He's versatile, can play the slot, can also play outside. There's a good chance, folks, that by the time you hear this podcast, the Steelers have made another move. They've made another move, and I just I wasn't able to talk about it because it was after I recorded. But that's what it's been like. The Steelers have been major players, and that's exactly what we all thought should happen when it came to how they approach free agency. But please, for the love of all things holy, fans, like calm yourselves down. Understand there might be a bigger plan in place here. And maybe Chooks Okorafor is a part of that plan. You may not like it. You may not think it's going to work. But what if it does? What if it does? I remember when Marcus Gilbert got a contract. Everyone said, oh, really? Like They're giving that money to Marcus Gilbert? Turned out to be a great tackle for the Steelers. And it wasn't until injuries derailed his career then he ended up going out to Arizona and then finally retired it's one of those situations where folks just need to sit back and sometimes you have to put a little trust and faith into the organization but I think this Steelers team is just in the process of rebuilding itself through free agency I mean you think about that they're still gonna have to sign a safety Terrell Edmonds still on the open market Akella Witherspoon still unsigned Joe Hayden still unsigned but then you also have I mean when you think about Juju Smith-Schuster there was a report. There was a report that Z- there has been zero interest in Juju Smith-Schuster on the open market. Zero percent. Not my words. Not my words at all. And what I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to read you what exactly it says. This was put into our Slack channel by uh, Andrew Wilbar. He says, this is from CJ Golson breaking Per source, I'm told former Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster has received quote-unquote virtually zero interest from teams so far in free agency. The sense around the league is that teams feel his skill set can be had for much cheaper, and wide receiver talent in this year's draft is abundant. So you, I hear that. You know what I hear? I hear, personally, hey, if the Steelers want him back, they can get him on the cheap. Last year, he signed... 
$8 million for one year with void years included. I'm not paying him anywhere near $8 million. Not at all. But, folks, I'm not going to get into that. We'll see how that pans out. We have a lot of questions to answer in the mailbag. Just calm yourselves down, please. Let's see how this plays out. Okay, it's a long process, not just one day. This isn't the NFL draft. Calm down. It's not supermarket sweep. All right. When we come back, I'll have the mailbag. Stay tuned. Be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, second half of the segment. It's the Wednesday show. You know that means it's a mailbag, and I knew it was going to go off this week because of free agency and all the questions about the signings. If there's repeat questions, I apologize, or if I answered it in the first segment, I'm just going to try to get through these in a timely fashion, so let's get right to it. Britsburg Owen, I think I had like 30-some questions, so let's go. Britsburg Owen David, who had a great segment on bad language, Brian Anthony Davis's new weekend podcast, should give that a check out. He said, he asked, do you think Trubisky coming is good news for Fryermuth, and are we finally going to see him used more next season? I'm a massive Fryermuth fan. Also, what do you think is the Steelers' main position of need? Um, I guess moving forward, he says, hashtag ride or die crew forever. Okay, first, I think Trubisky coming is going to help Fryermuth. Absolutely. it's going to They're going to utilize the middle of the field. A lot of the play action passes, RPOs. Make sure you check out that article by KT Smith. It'll outline that a little bit more. Um, the biggest position of need right now, I love what they've done on the offensive line. Now they need to start attacking the defense. I'd love to see a linebacker. I'd love to see a safety, i.e. Terrell Edmonds. Another cornerback still is needed. So we'll see. Corey Eckenrod says, if Pittsburgh decides to ignore cornerback for the rest of free agency, they already didn't um, by signing Levi Wallace. But in rides into camp with Sutton and Pierre, how, how would you how would you be how upset would you be? Scale of one to ten. If that were the case, I'd be a ten. But I don't think they're going to do that. Clearly, they had they've already started to make moves, so that's neither here nor there. Cheeseball ten, Jeff. Presuming you spoke purely about the free agent signings in the first half, I did. What are some positions you would like filled that have yet to be filled? Who are some players you originally liked that you feel are now on the outs? Hashtag Ride or Die Crew. So so far, my predictions are uh, remain the same. So my Monday podcast, I predicted all the Steelers free agents whether they'll stay or go. For me, I look at. They still need the safety, and I still want them to re-sign Terrell Edmonds. They still need another cornerback. I think that if you, you know, from what I'm gathering here, Wallace is like a good number two cornerback. Now, he can play inside. He can play outside. If they could get someone else, I'm talking a, a Stephen Gilmore, a Stephen Gilmore, however you say his name, um, that would be fantastic. 
would really round out the secondary. But safeties on Tuesday, there was a run on safeties, and Terrell Edmonds was not one of them. So keep that in mind. Corey Eckenroth asked another one. So now that Trubisky is signed and Colbert made some quality moves, does this offseason still qualify as a rebuild, or does it qualify as a reload? Hashtag Ryder Dacro. To be honest with you, I was corrected on this on the Steelers preview. It was both Brian and Dave. I had said is a rebuild, and they said, no, this isn't a rebuild. This is This is not a rebuild. It's a retooling. It's a reload. It's, I agree with them. I agree with them. To me, it's not just semantics. The words do matter. I've talked about that before. So I think that is a reload and and they're really making some moves. They're making team friendly moves. These contracts are signing. They might look bad on paper, but when you see the year to year splits, it's not as bad as you think. Uh, yes, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to pay the piper sooner or later. But ultimately with the caps continuing to go up, especially next season, they're calling for a big jump, because those billion dollar TV deals are going to come in calling. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Going to be, but yeah, reload, not rebuild. Southside Doc asks, what kind of performance can we reasonably expect from Trubisky in 2022? Would it make any sense to add another veteran quarterback to help Mitch prepare and provide additional leadership? So I don't think they're going to add another veteran uh, unless there's an injury. So, you know, let's say in mini camp or in training camp, someone gets hurt. And so then maybe you call on a, a Jacoby Brissett or a Ryan Fitzpatrick or someone like that. I can see them drafting a quarterback. I'm not saying it's a round one pick. Calm down, people. Calm down. Okay. I didn't say that. I could see them drafting a quarterback. But no, I think Mitch is going to have, uh, he's going to have plenty of help, uh, whether it's Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph. Not that they're going to want to help him, but hey. We'll see. Everyone says it's still a competition that he has to win the job, so I guess he's got to win the job. Brian Haynes asks, are these offensive line signings a sign that we're not looking for offensive line help in the early rounds, or would you ex- still expect something early still? Okay, got through that. Hashtag Ryder Die Crew. Thank you, Brian. Um, I don't think that these signings – look, I forget who it was that said this. It was not me, so I'm not going to take credit for it. They said, essentially – what the Steelers always want to do in free agency, I think that was KT Smith on the Here We Go Steelers show, said they what they like to do in free agency is they like to just fill all the holes. Fill them all. Do you have a hole at center? Fill the center hole. I'll have a hole to guard? Fill a guard. Tackle, defense, whatever. Fill all your holes so that then what you can do in the draft is you literally take a best player available approach. I think they're going to do that. I don't think there is any question that offensive line could still be in play early in the draft. No doubt about it. Daily Joint Company says, hey, he misspelled Jeff, and it says J-E-F-E, like a jefe. Hey, jefe. <laughs> Pretty wild first couple of days of tampering for the Steelers. Who's been your favorite two signings so far up to the point you record hashtag Ryder Die Crew? Well, I'm going to be honest. I am excited about Mitch Trubisky. Maybe it's just a new face. Maybe it's the start of this post-Ben Roethlisberger era, but I am excited about Mitch Trubisky. I'm also very excited for James Daniels. Why? There was a video on Twitter that was running rampant where James Daniels against the Raiders this past season, I think, he literally like looked like he chokeslammed the guy. He looked like he gave him the rock bottom, if you know the wrestling move when the rock was in the WWE. I think he's a great addition. He's a young player. They signed him for three years. He's going to be around for a long time. I love the move. Good question, by the way. Heath Davis says, all right, who would win in a tag team fight? James Harrison and Brett Kiesel versus Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs. 
Okay, he said, also, how big are Mitch Trubisky's hands just checking for a friend? Hashtag fight or die crew. He does ask another question, but I want to answer these. So the tag team fight, I am going to go with, shoot, I'm going with James Harrison. Come on now. He's going to kill somebody, probably. Mitch Trubisky's hands, I believe, measure at nine and a half, so he's able to be an NFL quarterback. So congratulations. Don't have to worry about that. Someone actually looked that up, and I saw that somewhere. Then he says, oh, a real question. Do we pull a Denver and buy a world-class offensive line for Trubisky like the Broncos did for Peyton, hashtag ride or die crew. They're already starting to put the pieces together. Is that world-class like you defined? That's up to you. I think that what they're doing is really good so far. They just have to keep it going. They they can't. They, they still have talent out there. Go get it. It can't be worse than last year, right? That's what I keep telling myself at least. All right, Brian Haynes asked a couple here. Who do you think, or what do you think, is our first draft position now that we're filling holes? I think it's going to be best player available. I really honestly do. He says, what is your biggest box left to check for a successful offseason? I'm assuming you're just talking about free agency, in which case they need the safety and they need another cornerback, and I'd love for them to have a linebacker. And then lastly, he says, Brian asks, can Mitch lead us to a championship? Hashtag ride or die crew. If the Steelers can shore up the offensive line, if they can get a defense to stop the run, anything is possible. I truly do believe that. Ben P. asks, who would you rather they get at receiver? Bring back Juju, sign Landry, or other? Also, do you think they should be aggressive in the draft, trade up, or sit back and see who falls to them? Hashtag Ride or Die Crew. Hashtag Mitchell Steel Mill. Ooh, Mitchell Steel Mill. That's good. I got to give props to Matty Peverell. He, he brought up the brisky business i love that one i love that one i thought that was hysterical so uh the trubisky train too who would i rather get so for me i mentioned juju since juju i I love juju smith schuster but since antonio brown left he has not done anything you can blame the quarterback you can blame the coordinator you can blame injuries i don't care who you blame i just want you to understand that the fact is fact is he's done nothing since antonio brown left $8 $8 million in a year was way too much money. If they bring him back, it's got to be the right price. If I had my choice, Jarvis Landry. That's who I'd bring in. He's established. He'll do the dirty work. He's not going to complain. Great leader for that young group. That's where I go. And I think in the draft, they sit. I don't think they trade up. All right. M. Dibs, do they check shoe size at the combine for receivers? I'm concerned that big feet can't work the sidelines. <laughs> I bet they do measure their feet, to be honest with you. I bet they they know their waist circumference, arm length, thighs, chest, all of it. I guarantee all of the medical checks are done, but I don't know that for sure. Haskins QB2. Oh, oh, he's talking about QB2 now. That's interesting. He thinks he he thinks Haskins can take Mason's job. I like it. Hey, Jeff, so far the Steelers are addressing a lot of key positions. Kind of still got some holes on the defense. But my question is, where do they go with the 20th pick? Is it free game or a key position? And you know it's hashtag ride or die crew. Thank you very much, Haskins QB2. Uh, everyone's talking about the, the draft, and I have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and say, well, we don't know what else they're going to do in free agency yet. That can show their hands. I still think they're going to take a best player available approach. If a defensive tackle falls to them, that could be it. If they get an offensive lineman, that could be it. If a quarterback falls to them, I wouldn't be shocked. That's my, I think that's their approach as of right now. 
Aiden Blaine asks, what positions do you expect the newly acquired offensive linemen to play come the start of the 2020 season? This is tough. This is a tough question. It's a good question, but it's a tough question based on the fact that both Mason Cole and James Daniels are extremely versatile. They've played guard. They've played center. They can really do it all. So we know Mason, We know that Mike, Mike Tomlin, I'm going to say Mason, we know that Mike Tomlin loves position versatility. If I were to guess, this is going to be an open competition at center between Mason Cole and Kendrick Green. You may think it's a slam dunk. They're going to have a competition. I think that James Daniels is going to be that right guard unless they want to move Dotson from left to right. And then I think that you choose a core for, he's probably going to be that right guy. He might have been that, been that right guy. And when I say right guy, I'm talking about right tackle, and then obviously Dan Moore on the left. I think this is going to be a decent offensive line. It's definitely going to be an improvement from last season. M. Dibs also says, I feel like Colbert is trying to leave with a bang. Do you think he has another big free agent in mind or, or a big draft day trade coming? I don't think that. I don't think they're the deals I think they're going to see made now are going to be a lot like the Levi Wallace deal. Two years, $8 million. It's going to be very team-friendly, but quality players. Again, remember what I said. The Steelers need to do a couple things. They don't need all home runs. But I think that you have a couple home runs here. I like the Trubisky trade, or not trade, acquisition, James Daniel. But then if you get some doubles, that's great. So Montrevious Adams is a double. James Daniels, I said, is a home run. Mason Cole's a double. Chooks a core four, I was call a double. Levi Wallace is a double. Get more doubles, you'll still win games. That's what I'm talking about. So I think that Kevin Colbert's going to continue using his money as wisely as possible. Zach Farnsworth says, with the signing of Trubisky, do you think that means if Willis is there at 20, the Steelers pass on him? I honestly don't. I think if I think if somehow, some way, I don't think it's going to happen. If Willis was there, I think they take him. Mike in Dartmouth says, how do you see this new O-line progressing? Who do you think will be the starting center? If I had to put money down on it now, if someone says, Jeff, you got to put money on it, who are you putting the money on? I'm putting it on Mason Cole. I think that he's going to win the job. He's built more like a center in the National Football League, and I think that's who wins the job, to be completely honest. Arm Steeled Rocks or Rock Steel says, what safety or linebacker do you want the Steelers to sign? I would still love the Steelers to get Bobby Wagner if the price is right, and safety, I've already said it, I'll say it again, I would love to see the Steelers bring back Terrell Edmonds. I know that's, un- that's not a popular, that's not a popular take, but it's what I think. Wilson P. says, are we overreacting to how free agency is going, especially thinking about the Chooks contract? Yes, yes. That's a whole first segment, Wilson. I hope you listened. I think everyone's overreacting. You shouldn't be overly excited, and you also shouldn't be overly disappointed here. Let's just calm it down. Let's just try to stay at level. Can we do that for a sec? Okay. All right, so uh, Nick Clark, he asked a question. He actually has two questions. I want to make sure I get them both. First one is, do you think the Steelers will be in the market for any more big-name free agents, or do you think most of the guys they will sign will be mid-tier guys? I'm hoping to see maybe a big-name inside linebacker or a cornerback. Overall, love the start of free agency for the Steelers. Hashtag Ryder Die Crew. Again, I don't think they're going to – you might not see that big-name guy that you're talking about. So they're going to still make moves. He definitely could improve their roster, but I don't think it's going to be that big-name player that a lot of people... Maybe Bobby Wagner. That's a name. He is a name, for sure. Nick Clark, and, and I guess I could say, like, Stephen Gilmore. If he gets signed, that's a name. So maybe you're maybe I'm wrong. I just talked myself out of it. There could be some names to be added. Nick asked another one. Hey, Jeff, sorry, I thought of another question. Do you know or have you heard about Trubisky's arm strength? 
For me, I have heard that he does not lack in arm strength. I've heard that his deep throws lack accuracy, but not a lack of arm strength. I need to do more digging on him. He was an NFC quarterback. I don't know much about him other than what I've seen on Behind the Steel Curtain and spoken to people that did cover him for four years in Chicago. Ryan Clark asks, this is not the Ryan Clark from ESPN, by the way. (laughs) Just saw the Daniel signing a guard. How do you feel they've done in addressing the interior line? I love what they're doing. They're they're bringing in versatile guys. So if Cole doesn't win the job, as the center, then that means that Kendrick Green will be the center and Cole will be the primary backup. James Daniel can play both sides. So if, if let's say, Kevin Dotson gets hurt, you have someone with veteran experience. You don't have to lean on a John LaGlue. That's what I like. Johnny Bravo says, Jeff, are the moves so far, after the moves so far, what position do you think the 20th pick is used on? Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Best player available. Hashtag Ryder Dye Crew. Thank you, Johnny Bravo. Thomas Peltier, I hope I said that correctly. What do you think is another major free agency priority the Steelers need to address? Cornerback, linebacker? And the answer is both. They need both, in my opinion. Top Floor Sports says the team seems to just be going all in on filling all holes. Do you think this means they trade up for Malik? They've expressed a lot of interest in him and usually don't bluff when they make those statements. I don't think they trade up unless it's only to trade up maybe one or two spots. I don't think that they're going to have another Devin Bush trading up 10 spots to get in the top 10 with Denver. Like I don't see that happening. Um, but if they trade up, it's only going to be a few spots. I still don't see him doing that either. I don't think, I don't think Willis would even get that far to be completely honest. Eric Miller. Hey Jeff, with the signing of Mitch and having Mason and Haskins already in the quarterback room, what do you think the chances are of the Steelers drafting a fourth quarterback in the late rounds or pulling an undrafted free agent and hoping for something better in the 2023 draft? Hashtag Ryder Dyker. I could absolutely see that playing out. I could see them taking a late-round pick on a quarterback or an undrafted quarterback. They ride through with this group they have, Haskins, Mason, Mitch, and then see what happens after that. So I, I could absolutely see that happening. Good question. Najee Harris's charisma. Oh, he said they signed James Daniels, but aside from that, why do Rooney and Colbert stay cheap when it comes to free agents but overpay for lower caliber players like Chooks and Cole? They paid Chooks $9 million, but it's blasphemous to pay guys like Wagner, Jensen, Carlton Davis $10 million to fifteen. Well, you don't want to be – yeah, I understand what you're saying, but you also don't want to overspend and kill all your cap space. I understand – that a lot of people were upset with how much Chooks was going to be making. I understand. But he has a lot of experience. They wanted to keep the continuity. They don't want to have to replace him. And Zach Banner has one year left. So I understand that. But I also want you all to understand that if you were to go get a J.C. Jackson, now all of a sudden you just blew a lot of your salary cap space. You can't make the additions of like a Levi Wallace or a Montrevious Adams um, and, and even in some cases, some of these other moves that are going to be happening, you can't make them. So I understand why they're doing it. Keep that in mind. They have a, a number to stay under. Evan, Evan Henderson says, why is this fan base so negative during free agency? I am optimistic and kind of excited about Trubisky. Hashtag Ryder Die Crew. Thank you, Evan. I am too. I'm kind of excited. 
I'm, I'm excited to a point. We'll put it that way. And then Mike Smith says, uh, are you planning on reviving the Green Room podcast? FYI, I signed up for Twitter just to participate in your Wednesday Q&A, which is awesome. Someone signed up for Twitter just to do this. That's fantastic. My Ride or Die crew is the absolute best. The Green Room podcast. I actually forgot all about that. That's something I did last offseason where I was able to actually communicate with the fans I might try to figure something out. I might try to figure something out. Uh, if I did that, it would be a separate podcast because the sound quality is not as good. The Green Room app, um, I think that's what they still call it. it. They had not done a desktop version yet. And so I, that kind of ticked me off. I couldn't use my microphone that I'm using now. I had to use a stupid the AirPods and all that. It just doesn't sound as good. So maybe. I'd t- I hate to answer the question that way, but maybe. So there you go. There you go. Good questions. I, I, I feel bad that some of them were repetitive, but when you have that many questions, 32-some questions, that's a lot. That's a lot to get through. So, man, we'll see. We will see how the Steelers play out. Make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Stay up to date on the latest news right at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so you don't miss a thing. Man, this it's been crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But you know how we finish it out here. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. I'll see you all on Friday. Go see you. Woo! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 